Hey there, it's me, Allison Burns from 10K Dollar Day, the comedy podcast about imaginary luxury travel. But today, I am so excited to be interviewing Jess Jordan. She is a dancer and choreographer who is giving me all the feels during this interview. I cannot wait for you all to hear it. I also can't wait for you all to hear about Blue Apron. They deliver home good meals to your home. So check them out at 10kdollarday.com slash Blue Apron. But for now, let's get back to all the feel goods with Jess Jordan. And now is 10K Saturday with Allison and Lulu. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another bonus episode of 10K Dollar Day. It's 10K Saturday. I'm Allison Burns, and today I'm so thrilled to be interviewing professional dancer, choreographer, and currently a TAPS student in Vegas, Jess Jordan. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been on a podcast, Jess Jordan? Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I can always kind of tell when people haven't been on podcasts because it's such a weird like thing because they always ask, is the video going to be released? No. Yeah. I was like, please, no. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I haven't done my laundry. It's all sitting behind me. But I also just want to point out that I can't say your first name without saying your last name. Do you find this with you? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people say that. I think everyone I met in Florida, especially, only calls me Jess Jordan. (laughs) I know. It just flows so well. You literally have like the perfect, like famous person name, Jess Jordan, has such a good ring to it. Um, And speaking of like fame and fortune and all the things you're going to become, let's talk about, first of all, how we met. So I met Jess through, oh, I said Jess, look at that, through a dance studio that I work at that all of our listeners know I work at, the West Florida Dance Company at the Bridge Dance Complex. And to be honest, I honestly don't remember like meeting you. I feel like all of a sudden I just like knew you and we were like, cool. I think I'm, yeah, I don't really know either. And then I know one day I saw you in the lobby and we started talking about voice lessons and that's when you kind of like opened up and you were like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm really into like, you know, all the performing arts, right? Like acting, singing, dancing. And you're like, we should work together. And we did. We had like a like a couple one-off lessons and I got to know you a little bit better. And then I was so thrilled to find out that you were going to TAPS in Vegas, which I do want to talk about in a little bit. So that's kind of like our our brief history getting to know each other. And now, you know, we keep in touch via all the social medias like most people. Yes. <laughs> but I want to find out. I'm, I love doing this, especially with people that I call my friends because I get to spend time with them in a way that I normally wouldn't and literally like ask them questions about themselves and their past and their life. So I'm thrilled to be able to find out and ask you, when did your passion for dance and musical theater start? Do you remember? Is there like a moment? Honestly, I mean, my mom was the one that put me in dance at like two. So I've been dancing my whole entire life, but, um, I just feel like it's just always been a part of me. I, she she started and put me in the like three-year-old class when I was two because that time, oh. worked, that, that time works better for her. Yeah. And so then they moved me up from there. So I ended up being in like the five-year-old class when I was like really little. And then from there, I just kept like progressing. And I was just like, I want to dance more. I want to dance more. I want to dance more. And I just never stopped that. I feel like it's just such an escape and – Mm -hmm. it's always been my place where I've felt the most secure. 
Yeah, I love that. Were you always naturally good or were there things that you were like, oh, I'm not naturally flexible or this style doesn't come easy? Oh, I'm like not flexible whatsoever. <laughs> like That's the first question anyone asks. Can you do this? Really? I'm like, OK, well, like I can do the splits, but I'm really good at faking it till I make it with any sort of leg. But um, I feel like I've just always been hardworking mind wise. So styles mm-hmm. tend to come easier to me. Like I've never really been like the worst one, but I've always pushed myself to think that I was. So I would continue to work if that makes sense. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Cause I really do think that that's when ego gets involved. That's when people fail. Mm-hmm. Cause if you think you're always the best, then you're never striving to be better. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Yeah, that's so good. Now, regarding like musical theater, was that something that came later in life for you, like singing and and acting? So I actually kind of, my first voice lesson was actually with you. So I didn't know absolutely anything. And then since I've come here, I kind of got some more one-on-one training with voice and started with my mother being like, you're literally tone deaf. And I'm like, okay. But now like I'm already on my fourth song and have done like auditions and sang in front of people that I never thought I would sing in front of. And so definitely that part came as soon as I started here. So September. Yeah. And acting as well. Like I've never really been a part of acting until I started working with Don who runs taps. Um, He was in a bunch of Broadway shows and did a bunch of TV and film and commercials. And we've all been able to work with him and like read scripts. And um, he basically just like taught us the ins and outs of how to read a script and how to portray it. And not only how to do that with acting, but how to connect that to the song that you're dancing to and how to connect that to the songs that you're singing. He's like, everything is acting. Everything's a performance. Figure it out. You hear the song once, where are those changes? Mm -hmm. No. And it's something that you don't even realize, but it's like kindling all of that together. How does that make you a performer? Right. Mm -hmm. All of us. He's like, all of you guys can dance. That's not a question. It's a matter of telling a story. Yeah. Yeah. And like, literally, you will see so many people that have the legs and have the flexibility, but have nothing going on in their face. Right. And I don't want to watch them. I want to watch the storyteller. And so does every other person on the planet. And in musical theater, because I'm the opposite, right? I was totally raised musical theater and like singing, singing, singing. But we call people like that torch song singers, where they're literally like the torch, like the Statue of Liberty. They just stand and (laughs) sing. We're like, oh, it's a torch song. They just stand there and sing like there's nothing going on. So you're right. It's so important. Storytelling first. I always say even for singers, act first, sing second. Right. It actually changes your voice so much. Yeah. Because the one time uh, my coach, his name's Steve, he was like, now act it. And he was like, okay, now that's like you actually singing. He's like, I've never heard you sing like that before. I'm like, oh my God, I was literally screaming before this. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Because a lot of people over sing. Oh yeah. Instead of like just speak singing the story and then adding the tone. Yeah. Well, he, he wanted to start everyone in a belt. So I was like, okay, I'm going to trust you. I don't know what, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I'm going to trust you. And he's like, go for it. I'm just belting. And he's like, okay, now not a lot of people give me that much. And I was like, 
I said I was gonna trust you. So and now we're like backtracking and like yeah, finding my range because he's like, okay, now I know you can do this. So like how do we bring all of it together? And I just feel like trusting someone that much mm-hmm. allows you to grow instead of being like, oh I yes. know. He's like, not yep. a lot of people do that. So Oh, you're such a smart girl. I love it. So good. So we've talked kind of, you know, broadly about that you're in school right now. You're in this preparatory school. Can you tell everyone who who may not know what TAPS is in Vegas? Okay, so TAPS is a six-month, I would almost call it a trade school. Um, basically, triple threat, acting, singing, and dancing. Um, Don Mirlot brings in new faculty every single week. So every Sunday, Saturday, we get our schedule for the week and you dance nine to three every single day. Um, We have like three of the same teachers, which is tap, ballet, and our voice instructor. Those are the three teachers that consistently stay the same. So we pretty much have ballet every day. And then they bring in choreographers, whether that's go-to talent. Like today I worked with um, Carol Connors, who is a part of go-to talent. And yeah, she's a huge name. Amazing. She's, it was literally so amazing. But last week we worked with um, Eddie. Um, he was one of Michael Jackson's four dancers. Named oh, yeah. Um, like crazy. Brings in all these people and Every single week, we're just exposed to more people and whether it's, I mean, Vegas or LA or New York, it's literally any single person that has any sort of connection. Yeah. And honestly, it's just, it's five days a week. So it's kind of intense and rigorous, mm-hmm. um, but God, it teaches you so much about yourself and I even realized like the people I'm surrounded with were all in the same place. Like one of my roommates literally today looked at me and she was like, I'm so excited for your future. I'm so excited to see what you do with your journey. Oh my And it was goodness. one of those things where it's like, none of us are going to be on the same path. And we mm-hmm. all are so aware of that. Like coming from a competition world, it's so weird because you're kind of worked Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't think that West Florida is like this personally, because I mean, I experienced that, but when I was in Chicago, everyone's kind of forced to look the same and Mm -hmm. kind of degraded based on standing out or not standing out or not being able to be yourself. Um, that's why I had this, such this strong passion and love for West Florida, because I kind of felt like everyone was who they wanted to be. And I was like, I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. I, I had no idea who I was when I was in Florida. Um, that's why I had, like, I was so excited to move, but I didn't know what I wanted to be or who I wanted to be. And I came here and it was kind of like, everyone is so different. Yeah. And it's, none of us dance the same either. We all come from different backgrounds, but it's all of our hearts are the same. Yeah, you're all passionate. And it's like literally not one person dances or looks the same. And that's the cool part. Like I felt like I always had to look the same as the person next to me or um, whether that was body type or 
the way my hair looked or the way I dressed, I felt like I always had to be that the same as someone else. But here it's just like, no, yourself is the only way you will actually succeed. And that took a minute to figure out like, who the hell am I? Yeah. Where the hell is my heart? Because at first, like my biggest correction that Don would always, he would always look at me and be like, dance from your heart, not your head. He's like, you are technically an insane dancer, but where's your heart? He's like, you you have this idea of perfection that's always running through your head. And I I pondered on this for a minute, and I don't know if it's from me coming from a studio where my mom was the owner. So I always, mm-hmm. not that she ever put pressure on me, but I think it was just like, a subconscious thing where I was like, sure. I just need to be perfect all the time. I need to do this amazing. I need to do this, blah, 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 blah. But then I just forgot about my heart. Mm -hmm. And being here, I finally realized that screw everything else. Like I already, I know what technique is. That's not my problem. How do I invest my heart? And it just has changed. Like I'm genuinely the happiest I've been uh-huh. And I don't know how to explain that to normal people. <laughs> like I don't. Well, and I can see it because I, you know, we've we know each other, but like you're literally just glowing. Like you look like you have found whatever it is that you're looking for. Do you know what I mean? You look at peace and you look happy and content and excited and fresh. And yeah, you just you look amazing and you can hear it in your voice that I mean, how cool that you've gone on this journey and all of a sudden you're like, this is where I'm supposed to be. And it all makes sense. Like, that's so cool. Yeah. I I mean, I took a, a stroll to get here. Yeah. But I think everything happens for a reason. And mm-hmm. I really stand by that. You know, I moved to the first time to Florida to f- find a new route where no one I really knew was there. And I've learned a lot about myself, but I still was missing myself. Yeah. If that makes absolutely any sense. But yeah, I just realized that you literally, the only person holding yourself, holding yourself back is yourself. Yeah. And I felt like I was settling. Mm-hmm. Whether that was like with school, because I was a dance major and I was just like, I don't know where I'm supposed to be. And Mm -hmm. here it's like, this is what you're supposed to do. Like, I never even thought that I would want to be on Broadway. Now I'm like, Mm -hmm. put me in Chicago. I want to be in that so badly. Like, oh my God. Oh, that's so cool. Like me, I was like LA. That's where I want to be. That's where I want to be. Yeah. Do I, do I want to be in LA? I, I don't know. I'm literally like, take me wherever I need to go. I will do absolutely anything you ask me to. You want me to be a, I don't, I don't know what you want. <laughs> I will do it. I will be there. Oh, Cause you're just excited. You're excited about the passion of what you're doing. No, totally. You know, that's awesome. And how do you like Vegas itself? Cause you know, I know it's like you, people have a love hate relationship with that city. Um, honestly, I think it's my favorite place I've lived. That's I don't amazing. know. I, I don't know if it's the people. Yeah. I feel like majority of the people that live here aren't from here. Okay. Yeah. That that's, sense. yeah. I'm like 10, 15 minutes away from the strip. So I don't go there like too often. But anyone who's on the strip isn't from Vegas. Right. So like those aren't really locals. Um, 
Yeah. No, I really like it. That's awesome. You like the weather? Okay, right now it's like weirdly cold. I don't know. Oh. I don't know what to tell you. Like it's a <laughs> desert. But besides it it being dry, it's not too bad, not too shabby. That's awesome. It's like a dry I love heat, that. which is better. So my hair's like not as frizzy. <laughs> yep. I know because you have that long, luscious hair. Yeah. I know Florida, Florida humidity. Like literally yep. just explodes. That's so funny. Oh, I'm so happy for you. That is so exciting. And I hope all of our listeners go and follow you on all the social media posts that you do because that way they can follow your journey as well and, you know, see you on Broadway in the near future. Yeah. <laughs> and we will have all of that information on our blog at 10kdollarday.com slash 10 Saturday, and just click on Jess's beautiful face and you'll find all the info there. Now, I want to ask you our questions. You ready for this? Yes. All right. My first question, Jess Jordan, is what is your current obsession? Oh, <laughs> me and my friends, instead of laughing, we literally just say LOL. Oh. No, but it, I get called out for it all the time. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but if we're like joking, I'll be like, LOL. But then not follow with any actual laughter. No. <laughs> And people are like, that is so weird. Like, I don't understand why you, LOL. That's funny. I used to do, uh, I used to say that's funny. Like, instead of laughing, I would go, oh, that's funny. <laughs> like, what is that? Oh, yeah. No, but it's so bad because all of us do it. And I went away that's to LA so last weekend and I had like five people be like, what? Like, I've never heard anyone say that before. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you normally text it. You don't normally say it. Yeah, I don't know. That's my new obsession. Well, maybe it'll become a new trend. I yeah. love it. All right, number two, what's on your wish list? Um, so we get makeovers on like November 6th with our program. Okay. And I'm really wishing that someone figures out how to get my hair out of my face. Okay, like when you dance? Yeah. Okay. Because that's like, Do you have an idea of what they might do? So basically the lady who comes in, her name's Helene. Um, Helene Phillips. She comes in and she'll like show you, she got pictures of us with our natural hair. She tells you what color you need. Like it should be in like, sends you a picture of a model that kind of resembles you and your features and how you should cut your hair. And I'm just hoping I don't have bangs and <laughs> I don't, I don't know. And I, I don't end up bald. But yeah. <laughs> do you have to do it no, or is it, to. it's just recommended? Yeah. It's just like, oh, like, I feel like you'd look good with this. That is my dream. How can I sneak her a picture of myself and be like, tell me what to do you with my You literally want me to life. pretend that you're me. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, here's my picture. Here's She's like, why are you 40? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like my dream. I love when people tell me, like if I do a show, I had a show that one time, I don't know if I knew you then, but I did a show and he was like, Hey, I need you to look way more edgy. You look too much like a soccer mom. I was like, okay. And they shaved one half of my head and then bleach blonde it. And I looked awesome. I loved it. It was just too much to keep up. Yeah. I don't but. know. I feel like they're going to go lighter with my hair too. Cause right now it's like black. Oh, I also dyed the underneath red. That was really impulsive, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, I've always wanted to do it. And my my one roommate was like, let's do it then. I was like, well, all my friends in Florida said like it would look stupid. They're like, I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> I'll bleep it out. Um, so then she like picked my hair and then I had like red underneath. I was like, oh my God, I, I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I love that but your Vegas friends are giving you power. I love it. 
All right, third question. If you had an extra $10,000 right now Mm -hmm. and you had to spend it today on yourself only, how would you spend that $10,000? I probably would buy a bunch of gift cards. (laughs) Okay. Wait, keep talking. I'm interested. Yeah, I feel like I'd probably go... Like get myself like a nice dinner or whoever I was with, maybe out to dinner, go shopping. But while I'm shopping, like you need to understand, like that's a lot of money to spend in a day. So like, oh, I know. Get a bunch of Starbucks gift cards, life supply. Come on. Um, I don't know where else I'd go. Probably like somewhere stupid like Lulu. But <laughs> yeah, <gasps> I mean. Amount of times, amount of. But I love that idea because you're already thinking about the future. Like, ooh, if I only have it today, I'm going to buy gift cards so I can use those later. (laughs) Right. Because, yeah. Why did my brain go to Starbucks? I'm like, okay, but like coffee. (laughs) Then I can go anywhere else. Like, I actually live off of caffeine. Maybe like a subscription. I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm the same way. Well, if you had $10,000 to give away, mm-hmm. is there a person or even a charity, an organization that's close to your heart that you would give $10,000 away to? I feel like I'd give it to my mom because yeah. I'm a struggle. Like I probably was like, I'm a hard child. Like think about it. I moved away twice. She had to move me twice across the country. Wow. And she's still my biggest supporter. And I mean, she could split it with my dad. I love my dad too. My dad's, <laughs> but like the amount of, they probably spent like triple that, maybe like five times that on dance. So like they could buy themselves something nice. <laughs> yeah. Like a little give back. Yeah. That's so sweet. Oh, I bet she'd love that. Perfect. And then look at this last question. What's your happy? I mean, as simple as it is probably dance, but I don't know. I feel like a lot of people say that their happiness is dance. And I think they get confused on what that happiness is brought to them by, like whether that's awards and people like accepting you. But I feel like being here, I realized that my happiness like needs to be for me and it can't come from anyone else. One of my teachers actually yesterday, she said, turn your judgment into appreciation. Hmm. And that like has changed my mind so much. And how do you change the things that someone says about you, whether it's good or bad into something that you can genuinely be proud of yourself with. So I feel like my happiness is being fulfilled in who I am as a person. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm still trying to get there. I feel like that's not a thing that everyone can be secure in or will ever be secure in, but Mm -hmm. Just like me and my friends, every single morning, we say three good things to start off our day. I love that. And then we're always like, okay, we're in so much so much of a better mood. And just having that little self-appreciation mm-hmm. has made me happier and has been yeah. happy. Yeah. And that's why we do this. We literally end every podcast we do with a what's your happy because we want to remind ourselves that there are little things throughout the day that we can hold on to. And gosh, you're just a beam of light right now, Jess Jordan. I need to tell you, like, I am so incredibly happy for you and the journey that you're on. And your roommate's right. I cannot wait to see what the future holds for you. I'm so excited for you and so proud of you. And it's late and I'm getting emotional. So (laughs) 
<laughs> but I'm so excited our listeners get to follow you as well. Go ahead and shout out your social media handles that you want them to go to to find you. Okay, my Insta is jess.jordan. Jordan is spelled J-O-U-R-D-A-N. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Jess Jordan, for being on 10K Saturday. And uh, we hope to see you very soon on Broadway. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I love you. (laughs) Love you. That was 10K Saturday with Alison and Lulu. And don't forget, with friends like us, who needs amenities?